The episode you are about to listen to is a vodcast classic. Please bear with the microphone issues and learning curve of our first few episodes. New episodes are posted every Wednesday on our website, and special vodcast shot glass episodes air the first Friday of every month. Now enjoy this vodcast classic. Classic. Welcome to Vodcast, the weekly podcast that breaks down current events, pop culture, and life with a side of vodka. Today we're going to talk about Russia, Alyssa Milano, and fantasy football. I'm Juliet, and I'm joined, as always, by Michelle. Hello. Hi, Michelle. How have you been? Oh, I've been fantastic. Living the dream, as they say. Fun employment so far, uh, going on two months. About to be over in a couple of weeks, thankfully. Get more money in the bank. Excellent. Excellent. So what did you do this week? I did a lot of sleeping. um, And then finally around Friday, I felt like I really needed to get out of the house. So randomly, one of my friends hit me up for a booze cruise in Austin. Had no idea what it was. Thought it was the one with the bats. Didn't see any bats. A lot of old people. So kind of similar, I suppose. So I've been on booze cruises before, um, Mm -hmm. mostly out of D.C. So you just kind of... Or on a yacht floating around the monuments. A and, yacht? Yes. You were fancy enough to do yacht cruises. That's, That's what not they even do. a boat cruise. It's a yacht cruise. <laughs> well, they have a yacht, um, and then they That's also extra. have a pirate ship. So that's what I did for my 30th birthday was I was oh. on a pirate ship. How did I never know that? I don't know. There are pictures. It was when I was dating a cop, so it's a... Yeah, but still, Lafitte. Hello. Oh, yeah. Pirates. That's true. People. <laughs> that's true. Um, but yes, I've done... Uh, the party yacht and the party pirate ship, but what's a party boat on Austin, Lake Austin? Basically, you just pay a lump fee. You get this two-story boat that just cruises Lake Austin to and from. Apparently from the people on the boat, Lake Travis isn't as cool because you're not as close to everything. So I guess that's what the whole draw for this one is. Um, but yeah, it's super cheap. Do that, sign in open bar for four hours and you're stuck on a boat it's pretty great speaking of a booze cruise our vodka drink of the day is an altered moscow mule with a sparkling pomegranate juice and ginger beer under 200 calories quite delicious ginger is good for inflammation see i'm actually just working really hard to keep you healthy which side note to that lettuce again is bad for you and i know that makes you very happy it doesn't make me happy, though, because I finally got on a salad kick. I'm almost 32 years old, and I was never a huge salad person. I would get, like, that fried chicken salad somewhere when I, like, did, like, chicken before I knew what it smelled. And, like, well, never mind, not getting into that. But still, like, never was into it until recently. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I found something I like. And they're like, oh, by the way, romaine's probably going to kill you this month, so, like, don't eat it. And then another month later... It's specifically affecting Trader Joe's um, that I've read. That sounds like terrorism. Yes. It's all of the pre-made salads and sandwiches. So basically Um. anything pre-made, which I guess is bad for you. And you don't want to eat anything that's pre-made. See, this is what I think is really interesting, though, is because now you see all these different recalls and blah, blah, blah. If you notice that most of them happen from organic and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, wait a minute. Cancer or E. coli slash flesh-eating bacteria, because there's also a flesh-eating bacteria right now. Right. So really, nothing is safe now. So you think they're like, organic, oh yeah, I'm not going to get cancer from the preservatives, but no, you're just going to be shitting for a week and a half straight and or die. Should we just stay in the house? I think so. The only thing I haven't heard recalled is vodka. Because it's one of the most purest things given to man. 
It's as pure as pure love. Potatoes. Potato vodka is a very common thing. The Russians love it. Speaking of Russians, uh, we're going to do a little segment about uh, some news here and there. And today we're going to talk a little bit about this Russian investigation Mm because I guess it kicked off and I know nothing about it. Um, But essentially it's Trump Jr. had a meeting with... Some Russians, along with Paul Manafort and Jared Kushner, before mm-hmm. the 2016 election, and uh, we're pretty sure there was collusion there, but yeah. what does collusion mean? Collusion is a nasty word for people coming together to just ruin things. And I, I feel like that's exactly what is happening there. The funny thing about the... Jer- You can't laugh at me. <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. Too much vodka. I am kind of dumb when it comes to current event and politics. And mm-hmm. so I've been trying really hard to do a lot of research. I'm the same way. And so when I heard that this investigation was going on, I did not care. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I've heard that the first trial is going on. It's the trial of Paul Manafort that doesn't have anything to do with this Russian investigation and this like event, this meeting, but it's kind of the kickoff to all of this. Um, so I kind of wanted to learn a little bit about it and kind of look up what collusion is and maybe explain it in layman's terms as I wish someone did for me. Mm-hmm. Because what's worse than going to a party with a bunch of people that are smarter than you and not having anything to say? Yeah, um, So we thought we would help um, others like us and just mm-hmm. kind of explain in layman's terms what certain things are. So today we'll explain collusion a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose the easiest way to explain it is to say... You know, there's three pizza chains in business, Little Caesars, Papa John's, and Pizza Hut. Collusion would be if Papa John's and Pizza Hut decided to rally together and donate profits from both of their restaurants to benefit themselves while also pushing out the other one, the other chain. So it would be more so like that. I mean, it's one of those things where you hear that word so much, you just automatically assume when you know what it means. But if somebody actually stops you to define a word, like, can you? Right. And this is a word that's very confusing to define. And Mm -hmm. all I can find is that it's kind of like conspiracy. Mm -hmm. But then the question is, why is it wrong? So why is it wrong that um, Kushner and Manafort and Trump Jr. were talking to these Russians? Because that's a, that's a huge thing for national security. The biggest thing to me, too, is when Trump first came into the off- to, to the office, woo, hello, vodka, um, he had instantly gone on Twitter, and he had started doing all of these things when, you know, Twitter was still a new thing for Obama. Like, it wasn't really a platform that most presidents had used, but Obama did well with it, and he had people that monitored what he was posting to make sure you know, like we're all human. We all have a little too much vodka like this and we say something weird. But you need you need censors for that. Donald Trump didn't have that. And he's still doing that stuff. And so that collusion right there is happening from him, even something as simple as a tweet that instantly goes to Russia. And Russia thinks that everybody's okay. And then like, now oh, North Korea, oh my God, it's such a mess. I'm, I digress. <laughs> so I think, I think that the moral of the story, what we're trying to say is mm-hmm. that collusion is bad because it is basically they they have a conspiracy going with they're 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 working with this other entity that has nothing to do with their 
American political system mm-hmm. to get information about their competitor. And But what does Russia have to benefit from that? And we don't know. And that's what's mm-hmm. scary is that what's Russia benefiting from giving information on Hillary to Donald Trump back in 2016? Mm-hmm. That's what's a little scary. Power. It's the power. It's it's. That's the only thing that we can figure out. So it's far, that right? like old like Italian mafia. Like now mm-hmm. you owe us a favor. Absolutely. So like we like essentially our president and his gang Ugh. owes Russia a favor, which is a little scary. So that's part of what this investigation is about. Yeah. If we're wrong, you can feel free to email us and give us a little more information. We got ourselves the vodcast at gmail email. So feel free to tell us how wrong we are. We love to hear it because we'd love someone else to explain things better than we can. And that's the goal of this is to educate people. So please educate us. Another fun thing we're going to do is Trump's tweet of a week. So I have a couple of nominations. I've been monitoring him with our uh, vodcast one Mm -hmm. Twitter account, by the way. We didn't get vodcast. And I'll tell you why. Because 10 years ago, someone got vodcast and then never posted a thing. Very upset about that. But it's good to remember that we are vodcast one. If you don't use something for... There should be like a five-year rule. I mean, you... you look at the statue of limitation and crimes, for God's sake, then you can't even take somebody's Twitter handle off when they haven't used it for 10 years? Come on. Exactly. Well, maybe if our 3 million viewers could say something, maybe start a petition mm-hmm. um, to get that for us, that'd be great. So right. if one of the 3 million of you could write in, mm-hmm. that'd be fantastic, and then we'll get it. But for now, we'll be Vodcast1 on Twitter, mm-hmm. and Vodcast at Gmail, if you want to mail us. V-O-D-K... C-A-S-T. Vodcast. Vodcast. All right, so I have some nominees for the Trump Tweet of the Week. Okay. Uh, And I'm going to read them to you. And then we can kind of break them down and decide who's the winner. All All right. All right. So... Nomination number one. Collusion's not a crime, but that doesn't matter because there was no collusion except by Crooked Hillary and the Democrats. That's nomination one. Yeah. (laughs) Nomination two. Thank you, Chairman Kim Jong-un, for keeping your word and starting the process of sending home the remains of our great and beloved missing fallen. I'm not at all surprised that you took this kind of action. Also, thank you for your nice letter. I look forward to seeing you soon. That's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like he, he sent that as a tweet, not like a nice little thank you card with a chocolate exactly. arrangement. Exactly. It kind on. of like said, it, it kind it of kind says, of says message, I want everybody like, to know that I know this guy. Like he's that guy at the crowd that like, he's a name dropper. It's, right. It's really and it's like, I'm not at all surprised how sweet you are. It's like, Regina George is not sweet, but like he's, he's insisting that this person is really sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it just, just sounds scary. like, you know, just, yeah. just call him, just shoot him a text. Like, yeah. thanks for your notes. Super yeah. sweet. Love the edible arrangement. Exactly. Right. And then number three is Rush Limbaugh's a great guy who truly gets it. I hate Rush Limbaugh. I know. So a little bit of context to that. Trump called into Rush's radio show to congratulate him because it's been going on for 30 years. Um, A lot of the conversation was focused on how great Trump is and his accomplishments are. Um, And then the two also spoke a lot about the economy and immigration and why Trump wants to shut down the government in, in September, and why it would be positive. So, Oh, really? Because every time he shuts down the government, he always blames it on the Democrats. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is their fault. Absolutely. But, but oh, yeah, well, that's so... That's fun. I thought Rush Limbaugh was fired a while ago. Yeah. 
That's just really sad that everything that Trump is tied to is, okay, well, this guy in Alabama molests children and isn't allowed in malls anymore, but yeah, he's totally great. And he's then, a great guy. Well, you know, Rush kind of lost a lot of sponsorship because he had a lot of hate speech, but man, he's, he's great. Rush Limbaugh's a great guy who this truly gets it. This is hard. These are three, three good, awful tweets. Right. Um, I'm a little bit torn here. I personally, I, I'm into the short and sweet mm-hmm. uh, that makes you go, wait, why is he saying this? And it yeah. forced me to go look into be like, why the fuck is he talking about right. Rush Limbaugh today? Like, who cares? And that's when I read this this thing about this, which led me into this, which led me into this. So I vote yeah. Rush Limbaugh is a great guy who truly gets it as his tweet of the week. Okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go the opposite way. I'm going to have to say... The really long thing that should have been on a nice thank you card that was sent out for the masses, like that weird girl that never left her hometown on Facebook that just wants you to know everything about their nitty gritty when they could easily just send a private text. So I'm going to go with that one. Well, I think that's, I, I, I think I might, I might lean, lean more towards you just because mm-hmm. I like that image of yeah. these ridiculous tyrannous leaders yeah. sitting on a on a pink oh bedspread with a canopy. I could just see gabbing. them on that party cruise. Hey, hey, okay, so this is my password. Take a photo of us. Yay, we're at the beach. Kim Don and Poot. Poot. <laughs> His nickname be Poot. Poot. Is that what we're calling Yeah. Poot. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Don, okay. Poot, and Kim. Well, then I guess this week the winner is the love note. Mm-hmm. So cheers. Cheers to the love. We're gonna take a quick pause. Um, so our non-sponsors. So why don't you listen to this word from our sponsors, which is silence, because we have no sponsors. <laughs> well, impromptu, I would just like to uh, do a little bit of uh, what was I thinking on this day? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've gone back in time to look at some old Facebook posts I made. Uh, and back on August fifth, two thousand nine, mm-hmm. I said. The happy hour bandit is making the fun police have a drink after work. Fun police, really? Fun wow. police. I think I was the happy hour bandit, obviously. You had to have been. This was this was 2009. I was 16, obviously. So I'm 26 now. I... <laughs> Very confused. That's how math works. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what what's your what's your on this day? What were you thinking? Well, I just I was looking on time hop to see if there was something else. Um, but yeah, so apparently um, I was a uh, tortured soul in college. Um, but nine years ago, August 5th, 2009 at 5.19 p.m., guessing California time, I think I was living there, is frazzled. Thank God for ladies' night half-off drinks. Number one, who uses the word frazzled? Uh, I think I you're mean, an old soul. Uh, number two, why would I ever go to a ladies' night half-off drinks? That just sounds like a skeezy club that some dude on the street with a flyer brought you into. Because they're half-off drinks and you're pouring in college. I'm pretty sure we would do that. If we found out there were half-price drinks, we'd still go. We just wouldn't announce it to the world. I think that's the difference between your 30s and your 20s. Was I just, like, trying to sound cool? Maybe. So that makes sense. We've pretty successfully covered Russia. I'm sure we'll come back to this uh, no, here and there. for a long time. Yeah, the investigation or the trials have just started from the investigation. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we'll be talking about this a bit. Uh, we'll continue with our tweet of the week. Um, it's probably mostly going to be Trump tweets, but 
Maybe Every somebody now and will, then. Maybe yeah. somebody will throw something fun. A cute dog, maybe. Yeah. So, you know, we won't focus too much on politics because we know that's not why you're here. You're here for the vodka. Anyway, all right, well, let's switch gears and talk a little bit about pop culture news. I think it's important to uh, discuss this this recent email that came out uh, about Brad Pitt looking exactly like his girlfriends for the past few decades. So it was an email? Did you get a chain mail because you're 55 years old and you're, you know... <laughs> no, it was like an article way? or like a BuzzFeed or something like that, and yeah. it just kind of was like... I think it started with a tweet. Somebody was like, holy shit, I just realized Brad Pitt always looks like his girlfriends. And then it expanded into a series of photos of him next to his girlfriend. He did have that, like, that chiseled jaw a little bit more with Jennifer, who also has the chiseled jaw. And he had the short, shiny blonde hair when Gwyneth Paltrow had the short, shiny blonde hair. Oh, yeah. I always forget that they dated. And he had the long hair. That was a sliding doors time, Mm -hmm. right? And he had the long hair during the Angelina Jolie. And he had, you know, crazy hat when Mm -hmm. he was with Juliette Lewis. Like, he's dated a lot of women. Oh, God. I remember that crazy bucket hat. Oh, He's dated a lot of women. Yeah. He There are photos of him with all of them, and he's mm-hmm. like a sex chameleon. He's just kind of molding his beautiful exterior to match them and also his like demeanor. So I think it's a really fun game in who's Brad with next because yeah. essentially to, to all of us, he's single until he comes out with another person. So I yeah. think that we should continuously watch Brad Pitt in everything that we see okay. to see if we can kind of try to guess mm-hmm. who his next love interest is. I kind of think that it's he does kind of mold into him a bit. He's like the the dog and the owners at the beginning of 101 Dalmatian where you know you really can see the similarities in him but they are completely two different things. But I I just think that it's whoever he's going to be with next cuz look at he was in that Allied movie um with the French actress and they kind of had a thing for a hot second, right? Or it was like rumored that they did. Right. And then there was Angelina Jolie for Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Jennifer Aniston before. And like Jennifer Aniston will always be his first love, according to OK Magazine. And that's fine. They might get back together. But I think it's going to be the one that he works with next. Yep. So I don't know who the love interest is on um, the Quentin Tarantino's new movie. But homegirl better watch out. Interesting, interesting. I was I was trying to acquire a recent photo. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to look up July 2018 and see what comes up. Because when I was at the airport, every single cover was talking about how Brad and, and Homegirl were back together. I just watched Rumors Have It. Rumor Has It, by the way. Oh, really? How was that? So weird. Like, Jennifer Aniston is so cute, and she's so pretty, and I understand the whole draw behind her, and I just want her to find happiness. But isn't you know, that based she wants on the, the husband graduate? and the kid. Well, that was the whole thing, The that she went to a wedding and found out that her grandmother was Mrs. Robinson. And then she ended up sleeping with the dude, so her mother, her grandmother, and her all slept with the same guy. It was really uncomfortable. And, While she was already engaged to somebody. And wait, was it was, was this... an awful movie. Was this a world where the movie The Graduate existed? Absolutely. So she went back to Pasadena for a family wedding... They love to tell you about Pasadena in that movie. Every fucking thing is about it. Same thing with Blast from the Past. Like, whoever this director, producer is, he's from whatever. Digressing. But the movie is basically she goes to the wedding. She finds out that her grandmother was Mrs. Robinson. And then she finds out that her mother left, like, a week before the wedding to her dad. And she's thinking that she could be this this kid. 
So, that's very interesting. I found a wow. Brad Pitt photo. Uh, it's clear that Brad Pitt has been working out. Um, he's got a silver beard going oh, on. What is her name? What is the like androgynous woman where her face is the same color as her hair? What is her name? Tilda Swinton. Yes, that's who he's going to be dating next. He's not going to date Tilda Swinton. But that's who he looks like in that but photo. But he knows Tilda Swinton. He's done films See? with Tilda Swinton. She's a brilliant... He actually... See? She was one of his love interests uh-huh. in Benjamin Button. But I think she's too old for him because I think this new and body... She... Like, you look at his neck is very thick. His arms are thick. He's holding okay. a Starbucks in a very weird way. So we have to watch out for women's wrestling. We, I, well, see, I'm looking at a man that's going to be dating a much younger woman now. He has been dating age-appropriate women for a while, and now mm-hmm. I think he's hitting the age where he's, he's getting gonna, into the Johnny Depp status. He is. He's going to start dating a girl in her late okay. 20s, because he's in his okay. 50s now. So, I think he's going to go 20s. He's looking very handsome. I've never been into Brad Pitt. I'm into this, Brad Pitt. But yes, I think the moral of this is mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna keep tracking Mr. Pitt, um, and his his biceps, mm-hmm. and try to figure out who this next next love interest is. Yeah, I'm gonna go with whoever is either in the Tarantino movie or some indie flick he's doing on the side to remind himself that he's a real actor. Um, so I guess the other thing to talk about is this um, Alyssa Milano's in the news. Oh. What is she back in the news for? Another well, TV show? Something? Unfortunately, it's not the Charmed reboot that has been rumored. No, oh, no, she's still upset about that. She's still a little upset about that, um, mm. as as we all are. Uh, but she has been speaking out against this 3D gun blueprint. As she should be. It's awful. What I read was that the blueprints went live. Mm-hmm. Um, there's multiple... Um, state representatives that have said take it down washington was one of them and said this Mm -hmm. absolutely is illegal it has to come down but there's a point and counterpoint to this and i've been hearing a lot of talk 3d printers are ridiculously expensive so yeah you and i can't just go out and buy one and get a gun or whatever but a terrorist organization or um a a wealthy crazy person Mm -hmm. could very easily do this make this there's no serial number there's no um way to track it or anything um but the counterpoint on it that a lot of people are saying is like yeah yeah, it's too expensive like people aren't going to do it and it's not as powerful it's made of plastic the other big thing with it is that because it's made of plastic you can melt it down you can melt it down and it doesn't show up in any x-ray or anything so you can go in there and shoot these these are just going to go completely by i watch a lot of crime shows i see it happen and the thing with them being too expensive iPhones were too expensive for a while. Um, cars were way too expensive computers. when they started to computers. Like certain things with certain technologies were ridiculously expensive the first one or two years, and then after that it goes down. So and and plus black market, there's dark web, there's all this shit where you can buy it for super cheap if you have the right thing to trade it for. Right. And my thing is, what is the damn point? Like, why do we need this? I get it. There's people that are obsessed with guns. There's people that are obsessed with cars. People are obsessed with vodka. All of these things, and like, yes, they want to find the new way to create it and do it, but what the fuck is the point of having a stupid-looking gun? 
It does look pretty dumb. Like, at least use your 3D printer to make dildos like normal people are these days. Absolutely. Or a life-size human being. Right? Like, when is that happening? I mean, like, I I remember when I was a kid, I always wanted that life-size doll. Remember? Like, life-size Barbie? And my parents couldn't afford it. 3D printer? Done. It's a gift that keeps giving. Dollhouse? I want a dollhouse. You buy it one time, and then you can make whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So my fight is I am pro-3D printer, but against 3D gun. See, I'm still on the fence because I think things are just becoming too readily available that it's no fun anymore. It's like playing The Sims and typing in money load instantly. Like, you're not really working for anything anymore. You just have free money. So, yes, the Alyssa Milano news is that she is speaking out against these 3D guns. Um, they, it is not a great plan. Mm-hmm. It is already being fought um, by the appropriate authorities and more more people need to... Yeah. That that can make a difference make a difference on this because it's it's not a good thing to get in the hands of people. Um and make I something do, else. Get a nerf gun if you really want to shoot things. Yeah, and I love Alyssa Milano because she always does step in for these good events. She's not like the the other charmed one that we don't like to admit because she was technically not a real sister anyway. Alyssa Milano, she always does come forward. She was, you know, one of my favorite people when I was growing up when she was on the uh you know, that show that was really fun to watch. I would say Alyssa Milano is the boss. She is. There you go. The boss. That's what it was. <laughs> um, but speaking of being a boss, so some woman gave birth at a Six Flags. Really? Yeah. That's pretty disgusting, number one. I mean, I've puked in every trash can in the Six Flags. Oh, but yeah. I've never actually given birth. So a woman gave birth at a Six Flags and um, I guess got free membership for life, which... I mean, if you're pregnant, go to Six Flags because you're going to have a kid. Kids love amusement parks. Now mm-hmm. she has a... And that's not cheap. A free membership, like diamond level membership there, mm-hmm. is pretty expensive. You can go to any Six Flags ever for free. Your whole family just like bring a bunch of people with you just because you mm-hmm. like gave birth. You're going to do it anyway. You are. Might as well do it at a theme park where you're going to get the benefits. Absolutely. I mean, all I've ever done is bring a Coke can in to get a discount. Like, I should have known better. I should have just given birth instead. Right? So really, like, if we do decide to ever have children, we will make sure to plan labor to happen somewhere exciting. I'm going to go for Universal Studios. I think that one would be better because it's like Natalie Portman where the heart is when she gave birth in the Walmart. All of a sudden now she has a Walmart job and her life is coming up. Like we need to, but we have to make sure it is, it is a place with, uh, you know, a good backing to where it gives them good PR, like a Barnes and Noble or something. I always kind of, like I love that. Not that I want that, but I'm just saying that was the first thing that popped up. Right. I mean, I loved that where the heart is, like, back when that first came out. I was, still love like, that a movie. good age where that made sense to me. But now, like, as an adult, I'm like, wait, Walmart just gave her a job? They were just like, you can have a job. Like, oh. Not until way later, though. Because she gave birth in the Walmart. She was living in the Walmart. Right. And then she went off and she became, like, a photographer or whatever. And she ended up getting married in the Walmart. Okay. Spoiler alert. But they alert. did just... Yeah, they did just give her the job for a little while to help her out, but then she realized her real calling was a Why they give her why they give her a job and not just say here's a bunch of money? That's... Because this was before the internet generation when they didn't have to shell out money to make people happy. Yeah, but they didn't have to shell out money to like pay her benefits and stuff. They could have just been like, Here's a hundred thousand dollars, thank yeah. you. But she didn't work there long enough, so Oh, got you it. You know, they did technically make a good one. I mean, she probably made thirty five a year there and she only worked there for a year. 
That's true. But it and made she her feel good, like she was independent. She wasn't taking a charity money, you know, charity right. money. Where was that? That was in like Oklahoma. Because there were a lot of tornadoes. Because right. Rizzo was her Rizzo. her friend that right. she ended up living with. Stalker Rizzo, baby. Yeah. Brilliant. Love her. She's so great. God, I want to watch that. Let's watch that. Where the heart is. I yeah. saw that in the theaters when it came out in the theaters. I read the in New Braunfels too. Interesting. Yeah, because it's. I is it a real story? It's not a real story. It's a book. I knew it was a book, but I'm sure someone's given birth in a Walmart, though. To be clear, someone has given birth. Oh, absolutely! In Sikine, Texas, I'm pretty sure at least three or four have. Oh my god! So, I went down to help out my mother the week before last, and we were in Walmart, and she was like, "Oh my god, I need like cat food that like it's a shredded fair, and they hardly ever sell that. Can you go look for me?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Go to look for it, and I hear this guy talking to the other employees, obviously the manager. And he's like, yeah, we really got to watch out for that, especially the big bags of dog food. That's a good place for them to be, you know, so you got to you gotta kind of, like, make sure that you don't stock an open place in the back, okay? Because, like, that's where they're going to be hanging out. And so like, you're talking about rats? No, because then I got really curious about it, and I got drunk later, and I looked it up. They found out people were doing, like, these, um, like, dares and, like, whatever. Can you spend a night in Walmart? So people were hiding behind the giant bags of dog food. I want to spend the night in the in dog Walmart. food. Yeah, so in the dog food aisle, they were, and this is the ones that weren't 24 hours. So the one that right. I was going to was 24 hours, but still, like, I guess they're having a problem with finding people sleeping in their dog food. Because, I, I mean, that doesn't sound too shabby, you know? I mean, you could stay in the home and garden section on a chaise, but I mean. But then they'd catch you exactly. there very easily. Whereas I, if you build up the dog food packages around you, they'd never know you're I'm even interested back there. in this. Why don't we have those challenges? We have the stupid like jump out of your car and dance challenge. Why aren't there I didn't more even know that was a sleep thing. in the Walmart challenge? Yeah, yeah, it's like a Drake song or something. Oh. You like well, it's you're trying to eating the detergent pods. Right, those Tide Pod things are horrible. Like no, it's you like you're driving your car, which I think is really stupid like be a passenger don't be a driver but you have to jump out and then you have to dance along the side of your car as it like slowly just kind of is in neutral creeping forward so really only safe but not real not safe at all to be clear but safest if you're in a cul-de-sac um and you have the ability to jump and there's no like angle that it's going to suddenly go faster but yeah people are getting out they're doing a little dance and then they get back in and that's the challenge but i think like a Sleeping in a Walmart challenge. It's so gross. I mean, we used to do that for scavenger hunts in small towns. You go into Walmart and you do random things and, you know, try not to get in trouble. Like take every spray in the aisle and spray it on the person closest to you and see what happens. Like, (laughs) that's what people do in small towns because Walmart. Like bug spray or like I know you would go down. Remember like Calgan? Take me away. Oh. Yeah, so like you go down that aisle with like the knockoffs of like CK1, you know, like Fantasy by Britney. Yeah. So you get those and you just you put them in your hands and you walk down the aisles and you spray as many people as you can without getting in trouble. Oh. So yeah, you do those kinds of things. We should bring small we should bring small town contests back. Okay. Make it mainstream. Fun times. Anyway, it is the start of the fantasy season, and I know this because my every woman loses her boyfriend. Um, but he's the commissioner of the Puffing Cup, uh, and he's been building up his his league. Um, there's a lot of guys on it, mm-hmm. a lot of really great names that we'll talk about at some point. I I've learned about it. I think I get it. 
Right. But that's the thing. Like, do you want to participate, love... though? Like, would you actually put money in a pot for it? I, I'll put money on anything because I'm very frivolous with my money. But the thing is that I try to understand is, like, I like to watch sports. I think it's fun. Mostly mm-hmm. the last, like, five minutes of a sporting event is fun. The whole, like, first 90 is super boring. Mm-hmm. But the last, like, five is always really fun when it's close and you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I like to think of it as, like a really fun reality show that we're watching that final competition and it's and it's fun um only they get paid a lot more than just a talent fee so much more but i'm like kind of trying to think of you know what fantasy football really is and it's basically taking every player in all of football that's active right now Mm -hmm. and creating your own team and you're competing with your friends and you all get picks kind of like the real NFL draft Mm -hmm. so there's like you know uh, for sake of explanation a hundred guys and you've got 16 teams and that's your fantasy football team like your your fantasy football group Um, and you've got like 16 of those guys and then they have to pick from a hundred players. And so everyone gets a pick and like you Mm -hmm. pull out of a hat to see who's first Mm -hmm. and like, oh, I have first pick. So I'm going to pick first. I'm going to pick this guy first. Mm -hmm. And you're picking guys that you think are going to put, put down dramatic numbers and be good every single week. And not be benched. Not be benched. Um, hopefully not be injured. Um, Mm -hmm. make some, make some great great advances um Mm -hmm. every every single week you know you're gonna have a bye week you're gonna have um some time where your offense isn't gonna be that great it just sounds Uh, like so much work so because it's not only just like okay let's say you know you're a packers fan you know everybody on that damn roster you know every school that they were pulled out to play on that team but now that you have fantasy now you have to see what the bears are doing now you have to see what the seahawks are doing now you have to see the buccaneers and be like oh well his one player here was pretty great so i guess i'll take him because now i'm this person in the draft i have to take this person that's so much knowledge and it just blows me away that people can retain this so well and then they can have a social conversation and be like oh wow can't believe you took rogers from me last week oh man but you got cutler so at least you had that what i didn't know until i started dating a commissioner is that a commissioner also is i need to give you a medal for being a commissioner's wife wife. but like here's you know let's trade these guys and then you and i make the decision and we're like Mm -hmm. yeah let's go but he has to approve the trade as well which i find Mm -hmm. really interesting so my life is basically my romantic life um dies every football season which is fine i have Mm -hmm. a really fun friend that i live with that Mm -hmm. talks about football all the time I, I want this year to maybe, like, learn a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because as the commissioner's wife, if he dies, I get it, right? So, like, the puffin' cup's mine if I kill him. That's not normally how it works, oh. but it's okay. I, Which, I, I like... Did you ever watch the show The League? Um, no, That's, but I hear it's hilarious. That is actually what taught me about what fantasy football was. Because I had always done, like, office pools. Because, you know, we work with a lot of men. So it was always like, oh, blah, blah, talking about it. So I was like, oh. This. And then they started talking about the league, and then I watched the league, and there's only two women in there that actually really get into it, and one of them's fucking fantastic. She's just basically telling her husband, like, who he should pick and, like, helping him win. It's a great show because it really shows you how competitive these people can get about it, how serious it is, when it's so minute. 
It's it's just it's a sport. Fascinating. It's it's a sport about a sport. That's exactly. The thing. So thank you so much uh, for listening in. Uh, we will. Or do we're a, sorry. Either or, one. Or apologies. Um, we will continue to do more research, try to learn things, and get smarter. And we will do this again next week with a get little more information. Smarter. We're getting smarter. That is not proper English at all so obviously there is a lot of work to do we're getting smarter and I slurred half of that but it's fine we're gonna get smarter before the next one we're gonna learn more things we're gonna research we'll come up with the new um, nominees for the tweet of the week yes Um, if you have anybody that you have seen that we might not follow or might not know please do let us know and if we said anything wrong please free if we said anything free us I am captured please free us from this I am captured. Help. If if we said anything wrong, please feel free to email us at vodcast at gmail. That's V-O-D-K-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And let us know how stupid and wrong we are. And Absolutely. we may take your advice. We may double down and say something stupider. Well, we're women, so we're listen. used to hearing it. It's true. Mansplain everything to us. We love that. And cheers. Cheers. Happy Sunday.